calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining me. Joining me at home is Brian Melkowitz with the scary face over there. Over, over there. Stop, stop, stop. CT. And Travis Northup. Travis. McClunky. How you guys doing? The McClunky master. Uh, on today's show, we're going to do a little bit of a shorter episode this week. Uh, on shorter weeks, we're going to do shorter episodes. Or lower news weeks, we're going to do shorter episodes. So, yeah, just... Mentally prepare yourself for that. We're going to talk about the, <laughs> the perk nerfs, I guess is the best way to describe it. And we're going to talk a little bit about Felwinter's Lie. So let's start with the, the reload perks. That was probably the main focus of the TWAB this week. The section is called Lock and Load Reload Perk Updates. We've observed that players lean towards picking perks that increase their damage. Example, Kill Clip or Reduce Weapon Downtime. Example, Outlaw. And then they talk about a myriad of nerfs and ways that they're toning down all the things that make you do damage faster. Uh, Outlaw is the reload stats basically being cut in half. Um, the duration is going up for the scaling from 0.8 to 0.9. Uh, feeding frenzy is changing drastically. Rapid hits changing fast rapidly. Uh, basically everything's going to ah. take longer to reload, Right. And the perks that you get for, say, uh, getting a kill uh, will still reload faster, but not like half as fast, no, basically. No, at least for Outlaw, half as fast, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess let me just... Oh, and then uh, additionally, we're fixing an issue where perks that grant partial weapon ammo did not respect shot count for burst weapons. That means that these perks will now work correctly on pulse rifles, fusions, and burst sidearms. So these perks will be more common on those weapon archetypes in the future. That's like slideways, slide shot, ambitious assassin, subsistence, overflow, lead from gold, and clown cartridge. Uh, so 
I'll start with Brian. Brian, what's your general reaction to this? And that's Travis, my general reaction. And Travis, <laughs> I knew, that's reaction. I knew no, that was going to be his general reaction. No, like uh, it's it. it I, I initially I'm kind of just like kind of disappointed with it because like yeah we use those perks all the time because they're good right like all it's like you should probably spend more time making other perks better first before you do this to make to entice us to use those other perks that nobody ever uses um but i i'm still kind of like just wanting to wait and see right because like yeah they're they're seemingly nerfing outlaw by 50 percent, but like it's it's going from reload speed from 0.8 seconds to point to 0.9 so that on paper that doesn't seem like a lot um so i want to see how that changes before like i kind of just make up my mind on whether or not that's something to be angry about or not um so i'm gonna i'm kind of just gonna wait until i see how that all plays out yeah i'm kind of in the same boat i guess my take is more that these these changes all seem pretty boring to me and uh mm-hmm. i'm really excited for them to make new weapons and new perks that part they kind of touched on it a little bit in the TWAB, i think is exciting and uh i really am looking forward to new activities but uh changing the way mods work and perks work are uh, not the way you get me excited about destiny so i am super stoked I don't know about you guys. You must be crazy. I can't wait for longer, <laughs> reload, wait for longer reload times and less damage. Man, if you had a bulletin board of things I wanted in Destiny 2, I'd be like, make me do less damage and make reloads take longer. And I'm just in heaven, man. Like, <laughs> they got you. My, my I'm surprised to my, hear so much pessimism on, on your side of the table. Just, just absolutely <laughs> shocked. I mean, the inter- little, uh, I, I, we're recording this Thursday night, right? So the internet had like they have to be on my side, right? They have to be loving this, of course. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, everybody, 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 nothing about every. If you look at the Reddit, everybody is singing praises about this. No, it's like I don't know. I, I just like it, it's kind. Of, it's it's still a little weird to me. But like I said, I I still just want to uh, want to wait and and see how all that change, how that like uh, messes with the meta. But it's like at the same time, like why nerf these reload speeds it's like reload speeds at least in pve don't really break the game in a sense right so it's like it's like yeah i'm killing a bunch of thrall a bunch of taken here and, and like just, just mowing through them at least with like last hope or something and i reload you know 0.1 second faster um it's not like that's breaking the game or something right like outlaw and feeding frenzy is not destroying boss encounters and raids or something so it's not like those perks needed needing an adjustment you know to to slow us down in some capacity it's it's kind of it's kind of a weird decision inversely they're bringing up dynamic sway reduction pulse monitor hip fire grip and sneak bow and hip fire is getting a uh noticeable buff so there's that um and there's some new perks coming also uh next season we'll have new perks Rolling exclusively on Season of the Redacted Weapons. Additionally, Iron Banner will be receiving two new perks on two reprised weapons. That means old weapons that they brought back, but they're going to have a different, more interesting role. In future seasons, these perks will begin to roll on other weapons. While we don't want to spoil the fun of discovering and testing new perks, we will leave you with the names of upcoming Iron Banner perks. Iron Grip and Iron Gaze. Iron Gaze sounds like... um, the one where you aim down breathing box, box breathing. breathing. Yeah. 
an iron, iron grip. Gaze. Like, like it's like a like you if you're gazing, you're just like you get a buff for ADSing or something. Yeah, and iron grip has to be like a swap speed thing, right? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, seriously though, my reaction to this is just bewilderment more than anything. What are <laughs> they? What are they planning? What's the thing? That's the thing. It's yeah. like they 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 were they were kind of like saying like, oh yeah, we don't want to spoil the fun of like finding out new perks and testing them out. It's also like mm-hmm. when you do a nerf like this, like you kind of got to meet us halfway and maybe give us a small preview of what's to come so that way we're not in, you know entirely upset about it because it's like if you if you take something away or you you make something less effective but you also show us hey this is on the, this is also on the horizon other than just the name of these iron banner perks it's like just give us a preview of something so that way that like the the, the whiplash of these nerfs doesn't hit as hard and it's just meet us halfway on that on that you know, because like not everything, not everything about a, a new season needs to be a secret, especially perks. And Travis, I have to imagine that they're going to do that soon. How far off do you think we are from a new Bungie reveal? E three typically would have been in a few weeks, right? Yeah, but Bungie doesn't typically go to a lot of E threes. I think they were at they were at the in previous years because they were with Sony, but that's usually not their big event. They like to do like their own reveals. Um, so I think we're pretty close. I think they're going to wait for the next season to kind of kick off and for people to kind of understand what that's about. And then they'll probably uh, use the reveal of, of the September expansion to uh, get people more energized when inevitably the next season is kind of more of what we've been doing, right? Probably one new activity and uh, match made six player activity or something like that. That's not going to be all that, that fun. So I don't think I that's think my next pessimistic season- take. Yeah, I think next season is going to have interesting items, right? But is it going it's to... It's a lead-up, so it's got to be interesting. Yeah, is it going to be, like, earth-shatteringly amazing? Probably not. It'll probably be our first step into, like, the new sandbox changes and such. But honestly, all these perk changes have me not hyped in any way. <laughs> and longer reload times is not something that gets me excited obviously but just remember like if you, if you actually read the numbers the numbers don't make it seem so bad right like outlaw going from 0.8 seconds to 0.9 seconds i don't think is going to ruin anybody's day i already uh, complain about how long some of the guns take to reload and now i'm going to be getting rolls where i'm just like wow that takes even longer now it's just like you know what bring back sprint cooldown while you're at it <laughs> uh, Justin, yeah, we're so, going to end oh this podcast God, right now if you're going to bring that up. Yeah, bring back Please. Sprint Cooldown and make one of the artifact unlocks unlimited Sprint. You remember? Because that was in Destiny. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the thing in Destiny 1. You they brought, they brought Sprint that Cooldown. Artif- <laughs> yeah, and like everybody thought it was, I think, didn't everybody think it was like a bug when they introduced it? <laughs> and then like, and then like everybody was like just complaining about it for a while. It's like, get rid of the Sprint Cooldown. And then like mm-hmm. Rise of Iron comes out and they give us an artifact that it has Sprint Cooldown. <laughs> unlocking like, that, like what that's a feature <laughs> yeah um in addition to to these notes we have upcoming archetype buffs uh next season we're taking a quick pass on a few weapon archetypes that have been underperforming slug shotguns are underused in pve because they require crits to maximize damage and don't reward that precision with higher damage per second slug shotguns pve damage up 30 percent High impact pulse rifles underused in Crucible. So those are getting uh, damage per bullet from 21 to 22. That's actually pretty significant for a pulse. Uh, Changes it 
from six crits to five crits, one body to kill a guardian in PVP at most resilience values. Interesting. That's, that's going to be a significant change. Um, bows are underused in okay in challenging content i was like actually bows are used in pvp quite a bit yeah um even true. though even though they don't like pop up i've seen some really really good bow players online because they hit you with that bow and then they just like one shot you with their quick swap weapon anyway pve damage versus miners is up 10 percent. i think that's less significant i don't think we're going to see a dramatic increase in bow usage going they- forward they use a good term here that I want. They say in analytics, they see that bows are underused in challenging activities or challenging content. What are their analytics for scout rifles? Yeah. Because nobody's using scout rifles. Rocket launchers, right? Like, when do you see anybody saying, all right, bring this rocket launcher into this raid or to this grandmaster? Like, nobody. Like, yeah, right. No, it's like those two weapons have been like, in the back, like just you know, sitting in the back of everybody's vaults for the better part of a year and a half, because like they just for some reason Bungie's afraid of scouts and and rocket launchers. It's like I want to know I what their analytics say about those of... weapons. Well, why would they be afraid of rocket launchers? I don't get it. <laughs> well, yeah, Gallahorn's not in the game. There's not an excuse. Well, there's Wardcliff. Wardcliff is kind All of right, Wardcliff. In, yeah. yeah. All right. But Warcliffe being like an outlier and an exotic and doesn't function the way like normal rocket launchers do. Right. Yeah. So hot take, they never will bring back uh, Galhorn. I, I truly think. Uh, that, I, that I think they will happens. someday. You think? I think they will. I think wow. so. Yeah. That's their, that's their scapegoat, man. That's their emergency button, right? <laughs> like if like player, like player numbers are dwindling to a critically low uh, all time low. It's like you hit that Gallarhorn button and you got yourself an influx of players. <laughs> That's funny. They're gonna they're gonna release it a week before Destiny Three comes out, just so they right. can break the game right before they leave. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Okay, so real quick, there was one last item in the TWAB that I wanted to go over. It's a uh, future archetype updates, and here's here's what they say in the TWAB. We've been evaluating feedback in our analytics data. And while we're not done yet, we wanted to touch on three community pain points. Our current goal is to touch on these in season 12, but we'll be sure to let you know if plans change. Sniper rifles. Community feedback has been that Revoker and Beloved dominate. And looking at analytics, they account for 86% of the sniper rifle usage in the Crucible. And if we include other low zoom sniper rifles, the number gets even higher. We specifically... We're specifically looking at how zoom translate into ease of use for sniper rifles. We're investigating changes that make choosing a sniper rifle zoom more of an interesting choice. Um, I do not think that this is possible to be successful at. There, there will <laughs> always be a god tier perk that you want on your sniper. And there will always be a god tier scope that you're going to want in your sniper. That's how mm-hmm. it was in Destiny 1. That's how it landed in Destiny 2. And I don't care what they change the combinations to be. There's going to be one god tier combination going forward. Yeah, now, when they reintroduce a new one, it's going to be another one. It's always how it is. Yeah. Every, like, every time. Unless they nerf all the perks, all the mm-hmm. mods, and there is no god roll, guys. This is their master plan. So That's Destiny I'm, Year 1. What I'm wondering is, I think the only way that they could 
do anything there is they would literally have to remove snapshot. Snapshot is too powerful of a perk on a sniper rifle for crucible specifically to have it still roll on stuff and not have that just be the superior drop. So really what you're chasing is you'll be chasing snapshot and you'll be chasing whatever scope ends up being the meta, right? So yep. I don't know how they could be successful with this. Why do people use Beloved? Because they have snapshot and they have the other things exactly where they want them. And that just, it just feels so good. So you want to make sniper rifles better. Maybe have more of them have snapshot, right? And yeah. as opposed to whatever they're going to do instead, like with the different scopes, I don't know. That's going to be really interesting. And I, I don't think it's going to translate to more choices. I think it's going to translate to a different God, one different God tier choice. Right. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's how it happens every time. Like, right. Like, like look at the, look at the, uh, the, the cycle of like gambit heavy weapons, right. Sleeper simulant. Everybody complains about that. So what, what happens? Bungie nerfs it. Something takes its place. Everybody complains about Queensbreaker. They nerf Queensbreaker. Truth takes its place. Everybody hates it. They bring in Xenophage. Yeah. Everybody hates it. It's just like it's going to be a never-ending cycle is when people complain too much about one thing, that thing gets taken away. Something's going to take its place no matter what just because that's how it is. It's always going to be that way. Yeah. Travis, any thoughts? Yeah, I agree with that, except uh, with the notable exception of Telesto, which will never get nerfed because no one it's knows how broken. to nerf it. Or, yeah, just, <laughs> they just, can't just, control it. Telesto is not a good gun unless it breaks in a positive way for your for you oh, to so be more an amazing gun. It's pretty right. good in it's PvE. An amazing gun. Pretty good in PvE. It's good in PvE because PvP because it's a stupid gun that I hate. <laughs> yeah. I hate going. No, I agree. It's very, I love it. like, it's very cheesy. Yeah. Uh, hand cannons. We're evaluating hand cannon subfamilies as an example. We're breaking out aggressive hand cannons to let us tune their range independently of others. Okay. Adaptive auto rifles. Auto rifles in general are highly represented in crucible but generally feel balanced adaptive auto rifles are a little higher so we're looking at them we're not rolling back the season 10 buff but we're adjusting the tuning a little to give other auto rifle subfamilies a chance to shine that one actually that's seems fun. pretty fair that's one i actually yeah. agree with and i'm like that makes sense to me and why you would do that well it was starting to scare me because like for a long time it was auto rifles that bungee has been afraid of and like letting them be powerful. So I'm just hoping that they don't tune something too drastically to make uh, auto rifles feel like crap again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. So the season's ending pretty soon. We're going to be going through some pretty massive uh, sandbox changes. Overall, I really th like players will always go for damage things in video games. You know, if that increases my damage, that's what I'm going to use. Right. They've introduced one passive teammate benefit item, Lumina, right? Or Lumina, however you say it. Lumina. Lumina. That's, that's the only time that I can think of where it was a gun that actually healed your teammates. And it's just so situational that it just never really, really hit. So well, yeah, because it requires you to take your it requires you to take your DPS and place it into like a supportive role in destiny where it's like in a lot of cases we don't need that. Yeah. If it's but, taking away your damage. I, I think philosophically they might be in a little bit of a weird situation because what they've decided to do is make weapons less powerful, but they haven't changed the meta of what weapons are supposed to do enough to make them more interesting in other ways. 
if that yeah. makes sense. And, and that's just sort of sort of my take on it. And I don't know how they address that problem either. Like, I don't have a good solution there. Um, well, that's that's where Bungie sub- comes in, right? That's their job. New subclasses would be a good way to go about it. And if the data leaks that 4chan posted are to be believed, no way. We're, we're getting new ones. But yeah, uh, we are doing a shorter episode this week. We broadcast on Samsung televisions now. So we're coming up on the 22 minute mark. And uh, I do want to give a little bit of time to talk about the LieQuest. So, Travis, what happened with the LieQuest? Take us through it. Well, everybody grinded to get like what was it six nine or million. nine 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 million yeah nine million uh serif towers done which was horrible i did one Dude, though it wasn't technically nine million because everybody counted for times five and then for oh, times true. 10 on the weekend so yeah. it wasn't it felt like nine million. million to me personally and i yeah. did one yeah so <laughs> oh, so you didn't help i helped you're saying is you don't deserve that you don't help you don't deserve that gun <laughs> initially not. initially it was uh just regular, then they buffed it times five, and then over the weekend they buffed it times ten, and they were able to finish it. But I think it goes, yep. it says a lot about how enjoyed the Seraf Towers were. But now yeah, they were not you enjoyed. can finish it. They patched it. Yeah. Like a week later. Yeah, so and then what happened once everybody completed that phase of the quest that was very grindy is that uh, people after getting, what did you have to get? Shotgun a kills? Thousand, yeah, a thousand shotgun kills. That's after yeah. doing the Vostok mission. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then, then, uh, people found themselves, uh, spawned in front of Eris Morn, myself included. I think it was everybody. everybody. Uh, maybe it's everybody. No, it. Nobody could get, nobody could get it. Got it. it yeah. Well, important. yeah, nobody could get it. And, uh, yeah, they finally did a hot fix this morning to open those doors. Although I have not had a chance to, uh, proceed yeah. through those doors. And it's a, it's just a lore mission. So it do you guys was... happen to know how many more quest steps there are? Am I going to just literally just that one? It's just yeah. that one. Oh wow! Just that do one. that. Do that mission, and you're done. It was it was a big punch in the gut. I, I'm not really mad at them, but I have to say this is like one of the worst timed bugs I've ever seen in Destiny, and yeah, like it was just like player sentiments already pretty low. This certainly didn't help it, and I think I see a lot of people in the community, and I appreciate this trying to remain positive about the whole thing. Um, so yeah, it's like, it's yeah, like, it's you think about great, like how the outrage, yeah. you think about the outrage of the community and it's like, it's like, no matter how angry people are, the developers behind us were probably a thousand times more upset about this bug. Yeah. This yeah. was like their thing for the season. This was them going out into the next season with a cool thing and they blew it and they have to be not happy about that. Yeah. So. It's kind of like, uh, around the time whisper of the worm came out where, you know, it was kind of the end of a season. I remember everybody was feeling pretty bad about it. This would be like if at the end of that mission, Whisper the Worm didn't drop. Or, you know, It'd be like if Whisper the Worm was available, bombs. but then only uh, the drill mission spawned. For a whole <laughs> yeah, weekend. something like that. You just that's have to what do the drill mission a bunch. Yeah. That's, no, that's <laughs> exactly. what happened. The one you needed didn't spawn, so they ran into that bug back then. And I, I, I didn't know that was a bug. Like, it wasn't until, like, they fixed it that I did. But anyway, yeah, yeah, like, so I think, I think obviously we're let down. It's a bummer that that was how the quest ended, but I'm, I'm excited to experience it today. And honestly, I am so excited to leave this season behind me mm-hmm. and, and move forward because I, this is my least favorite season by a mile, by yeah. a mile. Um, Side note, did either of you guys get Conqueror? Nope. Not yet. Are you going to get it? I already got it. Yeah. Oh, congrats. Nice. Yeah. Well, as I said, this would be a shorter episode this week. 
uh, lie was a bummer. We went over the weapon changes. Let us know what you guys would like to hear us discuss next week. And until next time, everybody, Guardians, Guardians out. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.